Alexis. No, it's Alexa. Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, what is the oldest cat in the world? I ask it that all the time. It's Krempuff. The oldest cat is Krempuff. Yeah, it's Krempuff. I know. I just want to hear her say it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't give you the age. I love. No other details. I know. It's my favorite feature of Alexa. Just the name of the and cat. And I love the name Krempuff also. Oh. Oh, the oldest cat? That's Krempuff. Krempuff, yeah. Also, how often are they updating that? I don't know. I'm, I think, like, it's been Krempuff for, like, years. Every day, somewhere, a cat's getting older. I mean, that's true of everything, but... <laughs> Except for ghosts. Uh, I, they're technically still aging because they're getting older from when the person died, right? No. Yeah, I guess you're right. They're not, no like... Way. They're not... Abe Lincoln's ghost shows up as Abe Lincoln as, like, oh, yeah. when he was dead. The, the person who the ghost represents isn't getting older, but the ghost itself is, like... You know, it's an aged, established ghost. I think that they're ageless. I think that they're timeless. Yeah, but that's the difference between, like, a spooky Victorian woman ghost and, like, an 80s girl ghost. I think that they're just representative of time but are exist beyond it. <sighs> Whatever. All time I can is think a flat about circle. is this cat and how much it won't shut up. Everyone, Welcome, everyone. Listener, I am cat sitting a cat that <laughs> and, uh, is awfully clingy. And I don't mind it. I don't think it's the cat's fault. This cat's it's declawed. It's not the cat's fault, but it's like... No one ever named it. I know. Well, no. His new name is Handsome Pete, but it's like... That's a name at you night, gave him, though. Yes. Yeah. At night, I hear it just throwing its full body weight against the door if you hear over it, and over again. That's the cat. If you hear like a... If you hear a mewling... Yeah. Creature from the gutter. That's just the cat. Wailing and, and and keening, like we talked keening. about. Keening. That, that's what that cat is doing. Yeah, sure is. And Touching the insides of people's the legs. Shut up. Yeah. It really, really won't. You're listening to That's the Spirit. It may not sound like it because we're just talking about cats, but... Thank you all for stopping by. Thank you all for stopping by and um, goodbye. <laughs> this was a good one, I think. Yeah, that was done. Um... Yeah, we've had quite a time in the last week. Quite a time, indeed. Time. Well, as you may know, it was my B-Day. It was. By Beyonce. And um, on Monday of last week, I was very grouchy and kept saying to Steph, like, my birthday was on Tuesday. And I kept being like, I don't know, I don't really want to celebrate. I'm just going to go home and, like, Mm -hmm. do nothing. About a week previous. You know a bit more than I did. Well... We wanted to make a surprise party for Robin, Rachel, and I. Rachel, who edits this podcast hey and is incredible and in a... Also is my sister. Is her, your sister, is a wonderful artist in her own right, is the greatest Ooh. at music, and a lovely lass, indeed. It's true. Yep, she's part of the Lats the Spirit family, I'm going to go ahead and say. <laughs> and uh, It's just the three of us. It's just us three girls, so... <laughs> yeah. That's why we can't afford great gardens, but... We decided, Rachel was like, hey, let's, we'll plan a surprise party for Robin. Thank Can you. you. I've been asking for one every year since I was born. Well, that's why I was so surprised because it has never happened. <laughs> but so Rachel's, Rachel was like, uh, just get her to Night of Joy, one of our favorite bars. Yeah. On Monday night. And I was like, great. I know exactly what to do. So what I did was create a fake Gmail account with a fake name. <laughs> She, you but went a real so man's much name. More length so than all, necessary. All I had to do because I just believed you right off the bat. I was like, yeah. yeah, all right. I just had to be like, will you get a drink with me after work on Monday? But instead, I did this. 
which was I found, um, I should find the website, but it's ConnecticutGhostHunter.com. ConnecticutGhostHunters.com. I think um, Hunter Singular, girl. Really? I think he works alone. I don't know. It's It's been, I I, I shed that character that I was <laughs> oh, playing. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry to bring up your old It's fine. It's fine. It was a little traumatic for me. Um, I basically stole someone's identity to, to fool Robin into thinking we were meeting this man, Barry Pirro who is in charge of Connecticut Ghost Hunter. And uh, Barry, if you're listening... Huge fans. I, we are huge fans. Huge fans. I was legitimately thought that I was going to meet him, mm-hmm. and I kept asking at the surprise, like, so he's not going to be here? He's not coming here? Also, mm-hmm. as it got closer, Steph kept kind of forgetting his name and calling him Barry <laughs> Pino, and I was like, as in Grigio? And you're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> I was like, huh. It's so kind of funny. For like 10 days, I was emailing back and forth to just myself. Yep. From, An elaborate ruse because I like yeah. never check our <laughs> Gmail. <laughs> yep. So totally fooled her. But Barry, if, if you're listening, all this to say, please uh, actually do meet us. Yeah. I did create a love fake, nothing more. a fake like meeting. So I, I, I mean. I would love for it to manifest into reality. Robin for 10 days thought we were actually meeting. I did. You. And the day of, I was, I felt really bad because I was like, oh God, I don't have like any questions to ask this guy. I feel really bad. And I messaged you that day being like, I'm really yep. sorry, dude. You might have to do most of the talking. Cause like, I'm just so out of it. And, and I remember too. You were like, it's sure. fine. And I was like, yeah. all right. <laughs> and at one point I was like, I don't think we should meet him, man. Just doing yeah, like you pure really, like, did it. devil's and advocate. I was like, Why? Okay. Yeah. And then I was also like, wait, if he's going to be in the city that day and you have to go back to Connecticut, why don't we just meet in Manhattan? And you were like, oh, yeah. And then like 10 minutes later, you're like, I don't know. He just like said he wanted to meet at Night of Joy. And I didn't question it for a second. I was like, all right, well, that's the easiest for me. So that's yeah, fine. Yeah, turns out if you ever want to fool Robin, even, I mean. Do something where I barely have to do anything. Where, you, where she just has to show up. And when she shows up. I would up, normally do. Yeah. And when she shows up, it's, it's to meet a paranormal expert. All this but then say, actually have birthday. it be a surprise. Thank yeah. you so much. It was uh, one of the great delights of my life. There's nothing <laughs> I've ever wanted more than to be surprised, and it's an, it had never happened before yeah. last week. I will also say our friend Lauren um, made oh, giant printouts masks. of Barry's face on popsicle sticks, so everyone had them on for the surprise, and you were very confused. I was, I mean, speechless. Mm-hmm. When I walked up to the roof of the bar and I saw probably around a dozen cutouts of this man, this beautiful man, if I may be so bold. Barry, Barry, you're very handsome. You're a handsome man. And I was like, who is this man? (laughs) Who who is this man? Who Who is 12 of this man? (laughs) Of whom everyone is wearing his face. It's Barry. It was just like people were wearing his face in front of them as a mask, and then we'd be like, whoop, hey, it's us. Just so you know, it's us. (laughs) Because I was so confused. But no, it was incredible. And then afterwards, uh, my family and I went to go get some pizza. Some za. We had some cake. Mm-hmm. It was so wonderful. Shout out to that pizza place. Polly Wonderful G's. vegan pizza place. The best. Just the best. Speaking of vegan, oh no, I'm not going to get into it. Nobody wants to hear about my cleanse. No, you Never can mind. talk about it because like, if you're like different in weeks to come, maybe people will need to understand maybe why. Maybe it'll heighten my sensitivity. Yeah. By not eating anything at all. Because you'll be so hungry, you'll be hallucinating. I'll be near death yeah. <laughs> to the point where like I can communicate with ghosts. But like and they're like, come join us. So cute. So skinny. Honestly, honestly, the, I don't advocate for anybody to stop eating no, or no, being no, skinny. Of not, it's the of worst course. thing in the world. No, no, no. Be healthy. Yeah. I will say 
when Caroline told me when I was in, <laughs> I was post chemo, but <laughs> Caroline was like, at one point she was like, I don't know. I'm just like worried about you because you keep losing weight even though you're not in chemo anymore. And I was like, that's the nicest thing anyone's ever said. Yeah, to just me. like thank you <laughs> I was so like, much. I was like, well, I've done it. My one goal in life. <laughs> it's also like insane that people. I remember like when you were still in chemo, people were like, you look awesome, and I was oh, like, yeah. she's dying. A lot of people that I <laughs> like, know were like, you look like actually like amazing. Like and she's I was like, thank like, you. I'm finally at my goal weight. But like, like her cells only most of my body had to die, getting radiated. Yeah. Like, <laughs> What the fuck? What the fuck? No, it was fuck? like super chill and made me feel great about gaining it all back. <laughs> Come on. No, no, no. I actually love the weight that I'm at. I think that everybody should. But everybody it was like, should. it is bizarre to be like when you not by choice have lost weight to have people be like, this is how you should be. Right. And be like, no, no, no. Or like, this is the positive. Yeah. Like, this is what we like. Like, why can't you stay this way? And being like, well, I'm going to go home and eat anything I like. And yeah. so like. Uh, it's worth it for me to be a little fat. <laughs> not yeah. even fat. Like a no, little. you're not, girl. Uh, but like Nobody slightly is. overweight or whatever. If the trade-off is that like I can be happy and eat whatever I want. As opposed to being like in intense treatment and not being able to eat anything. Yep. It's An not intense, worth it. It's not worth the treatment. like 15 pounds right. difference. Right. It's it's not. And even though I shouldn't have brought it up, the stupid detox cleanse that I have to do. It's for my mental and emotional health mainly you're gonna be great and not in any way to lose weight Mm -hmm. because I don't think it's something that women should be so concerned with also you are like in terms of working out you work out almost more than anyone I know not lately it's just been pizza and laughs all right but Steph like swims every day thank you like laps do you know what's disgusting sometimes I'll swim after um, kids have lessons. Oh, so it's just like a urine Boogers. pool? Oh, Boogers. that's something I didn't even consider. Burgers and pee. Burgers and pee. Burgers and pee. Burgers and pee. Burgers and pie. Burgers. Yeah. Burgers. Boogers. Um, that's it's really gross. so much worse than anything I'd imagined. But yeah, it's really gross. At least you're getting a workout in. Yeah, also there's some like people who just like snot rocket oh! into the pool. Oh! Yeah. Have you ever caught them doing it and been like, oh yeah, come on. Oh, yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can not You can't be like, don't do that? I mean, you can't just be like, you know what? Get out. Get out of here. Like, I would... It's already I think if there. I saw that happen at a gym, I would go tell someone who worked there. I'd be like, They're I They're just going to shrug and like be like, this. isn't it gross? What? No yeah. way, dude. I've seen people do it at all types. When I worked at Equinox, snot rockets left and right. Oh! Snot rockets right into I the cold. I will say that when I'm, like, when I'm on, like, a... <laughs> The most working out that I ever do is like a hearty hike, like we did a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, my favorite. But like when it gets very intense, I'll just start spitting. That's fine though. Yeah, but and I would never do that into, in public in a gym, right? Or like, into I'll do a that pool in the people woods. are swimming. Yeah, I'll do it in. in the woods where no one will see me. But right. Oh, anyway, yeah, yeah. this has been gym talk. This is gym talk. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Yeah, I will say though. What will you the place say? that we hike is awesome. It's called Devil's Den. The Devil's Hoove is in a rock there, and I think some Boy Scouts saw it. That's yeah. what I gleaned from the yeah, yeah. from going there. It's on the troop the troop trail. Um, it's my happy place. I think that's nice. I really like it. I go there when I need to, which is once weekly. Hmm. I did a ten mile hike there this past weekend. Oh wow! It was great. Uh, I handed out trail maps along the way because Parks and Rec didn't uh, 
didn't have enough at the stand, and I had 50. So <laughs> you took them all. I'm, I had more than 50. But you should probably put some back in where the regular trail map area is. I did. Oh. I did. I had, like, well, just nice. a few extra from, you know, every time going and picking yeah. one up. You'd think that one of these days you would get a route memorized. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. I try to switch it up. I try to do different stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. I totally get it. Yeah. I do have one route memorized. Sawmill okay. Trail. I believe you. With my eyes closed, man. Um, mostly anytime I've gone there, I'm like, which cave would a bear like the most? And then I'm like, All I'll them. see it and I'll be like, uh-huh. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> which cave now would a bear <laughs> like most from here on? <laughs> oh, man. I'm smart. You're smart. Mm-hmm. Really smart. Thank you. Yeah. Honestly. I also want to say, um, I forgot to say this story. There was a post-it note inside a post-it note from one Ooh, of our about other... About your mom seeing yeah, a thing. about my mom seeing a banshee or hearing a banshee. So mm-hmm. what happened was we were all at school one day. I was little. And my mom heard a banshee. Your mom she is, says, I would say, a sensitive. An extreme sensitive. Yes. To the point where she doesn't like to talk about it, and that's how you know it's real. Mm-hmm. It's not fun to her She's at all. She's also a nurse, and I love her. She's the best. She just got her master's. She did. I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. But yeah, so she heard a banshee. She swore to God she did. She called my dad and made him come home from work. What? What did? Yeah. Had anything happened? Nothing had happened, but she was like, "There's a there's a banshee." And Maybe he was it like, was a fisher cat. You're insane. But she said, like, it wasn't just the sound. Yeah. It was this feeling of horrible foreboding that accompanied it. And I'm not sure. I don't think anything immediately happened afterwards. But she still thinks that it was some kind of a banshee yeah. that she figured out how to ward off. Or, or be like, not today. How I feel about that black dog that I saw on the middle yeah. of the road. It's yeah. Like, yeah, nothing's happened yet. Actually, that's not even true. Yeah, it has. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. Oh, you got me there. You got me there. Oops. Um, well, anyway, yeah, yeah. No, I trust your mom on all things psychical and oh, yeah. um, intuitive and spiritual. And also nurse-wise, she's been my um, free consultation <laughs> nurse for quite a few things. Yeah, my entire life. Yeah. Also, anybody, like, Jenna, Jenna, hey, girl. Hey, girl. You listen to this. Jenna constantly texts me, like, look at this cut. What do I do? And I'm oh, like, Oh, yeah, that's my favorite yeah. thing to be like, Steph, look at this thing. <laughs> Is this ingrown toenail okay? And you'll be like, gross. Yeah, it's fine. Just soak it. (laughs) I went to your mom after I had a concussion once, like days later after not doing anything about it. And she was like, "Uh, you probably could have used some kind of scan, but if you're okay now, you're probably fine. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I was like, all right. Thank you very much. Yeah, concussions you got to get right on time. (laughs) I didn't. I was really, that was bad. I threw up that night. And the next day I was showering and I touched the spot where I'd hit my head and it hurt so bad that I like screamed in the shower. Yeah, yeah, you were really concussed. And I was like kind of like hallucinating the next day. I was like, I feel really out of it. Everything looked crazy. That's a concussion. (laughs) (laughs) At the very least. The year was... uh, 2007, I want to say. Well, I mean, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to, like, suddenly matter. No, no, I no. Hope. No, no, no. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you hurt your head, guys, go to a walk-in clinic. Go to a walk-in clinic. Also, you're not possessed by a demon, no matter what. 
that thought didn't even cross my mind. I was yeah. just like, I usually feel in like just like I'm hallucinating and like everything hurts and I'm, I have to throw up. So this is normal. Mm. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's not normal. It's not normal. So, do we have any other like points of business to go over? I don't even um, remember. Oh, for my birthday, oh, yeah. you might hear this clickety clack. <sighs> yes, that is the sound <laughs> of two. Oh, I hit myself in the head with them. <laughs> of two dowsing rods that Steph got me yes. for my birthday, and I have to figure out how to use them. You might remember Ooh, on I can do this with Steve. Ooh, that's cool. Like a cheerleader. You're like a, sp- a plate spinner. Yeah. Um, She's just whirling them around. I am twirling them like dervishes. Yeah. On uh, the episode with our wonderful friend Steve Conrad. Hey, Steve. Uh, Robin told us all about some ghost hunting tools, and these this was my favorite one, so I decided to get her some. They're for beautiful guys. They have like a tiger's eye inlaid handle. Yeah, I can't and wait for you to learn how to use. The package them. also came with a pendulum, like a I don't know what this is. Rose quartz, and combined with something else. No, that's it's just one kind. It just is pink in it. <laughs> it said I don't know. I'll I don't have to know. look it up. Some kind of quartz, I think. Yeah. Anyway, it's a beautiful pendulum. I can't wait to use it and conjure a spirit. Yes. Woo. We got to decide, like, if anyone, uh, like, is listening to this, I guess, it would it would do us real, real good. It would be a great boon uh-huh. if you could email us a place you'd like us to go. Ooh, that would be nice. I yeah. think that'd be really nice because we know we want to go to Lizzie Borden house. We know we want to go to the I'm going to be talking house. about a place tonight. Oh, <gasps> that we could visit? Yeah. You know what? Me too. <gasps> Only it's illegal to visit. Never oh, stopped us before, though. That's true. But I have asked some brave people before to go there with me, and they have refused. <gasps> yeah. I can't wait to hear about this. But guys, after this episode, if you like what you hear, you Ooh. can vote for the place Robin's going to talk about. Mm-hmm. You can tell us to go anywhere in the world. Yeah. Drop, send us a drop pin, mm-hmm. any Google map place in the world. Sadly, we tried to book rooms in Salem. Oh my God. I'm so sad. Oh my God. Literally everything the weekend before, the weekend before that. I think like everything. all of October. Every- all of October in Salem is completely booked. You cannot get a room. You can't even get an Airbnb. I looked. I think we should make a tent. We should tent out. I mean, that would be is it driving tenting out or uh, camping? I think it's camping? Camping out? Yeah. Maybe we should just no, drive there for the um, day at like dawn and then drive back. Yeah. But no, because I'll want to drink. So I can drive. No. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. All right. But yeah, um, I really want to Email us if you place. want. I would love to, to go drive. to the Alaska Axe Murder House, like you said. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I think it's just a matter of, like, time off and funding. Go to some of those hotels that we were talking about with Kenny last time. Yeah. Especially that one where a ghost gently cuddles you until (laughs) until you either Ah, fall asleep or ask to switch rooms. Touches the inside of your leg for a little while. I was thinking about that again today, and I was like, ugh, I would not like that. (laughs) Because at the time, I was like, that sounds kind of tender. And then no. later on, I was like, oh, that's the exact thing I hate. No. Anytime that, like, a living person's touched the inside of my leg, I just immediately yeah, swat I don't away like their that. hand. I swat it. I'm always just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like an, a, an angry cat ready to hiss. Yeah. Just like, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you you could touch me? <laughs> Especially with a ghost, you can't even see it to, to you know, yeah. yell at it. You can't even tell it, like, how far away to get from you because you can't see how I close mean, it is. I mean, yeah, touch me inside my thigh. My fight or flight response is immediately triggered and I'm going to fight you. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to have, like, a traumatic episode and I'm going to, my eyes are going to roll back in my head and She's I'm going to, like, I'm exorcism gonna vomit on you. the jaw. One time, 
my college boyfriend, shout out to Jan, and I were at a party, <laughs> and one of his friends, like, jokingly put me in a headlock, and I, I, I like, just, like, went like this, and, like, Hulk fisted, pumped my fist up. To She's just, doing, like, like, an upper hook above yeah, her, her head. And just, like, slammed in... Square into his friend's jaw super hard. At a girl. And he was just like, ow, what the hell? And I was like, uh, sorry. No, you shouldn't have been sorry. Don't put people in headlocks. Yeah, yeah I was just like, uh, sorry. Yeah, I just like wasn't ready to be. God, there's so many uh, like things in my past now that I wish I had reacted like that to. Just, just punching. And then saying something like, you don't have the right. Yeah. There was one guy, this wasn't like a violent thing. It should have been though, because. Karen and I were talking about, hey, Karen, about, like, feeling, you know, like, unsafe walking through certain places at night and mm-hmm. whatever and how we were, I think we are talking about, like, you know, not being able to travel to certain places as a woman. So annoying. Yeah. And some random jabroni on the street behind us piped up and was um. like, you girls sound like you need to loosen up. And I just, like whipped around and I was like you sound like you need to go fuck yourself that's right he does and, and he was just like he was like haha have a good night ladies and I was just like I'm gonna fucking follow you in your building and I'm gonna cut oh my god body off not to just immediately pivot this into a feminist podcast but I'm gonna like if you ever think to yourself these girls need to loosen up just you are wrong. You're wrong, and you should just be quiet. You're wrong. I do care about how you feel and think, but no, not first, if that's how you feel and think. If you feel and think that way, you need educate to yourself. Educate yourself. You need to be open to changing your mind. Maybe listening, shutting that mouth. You gotta shut that rat trap. Doing you gotta some listening. Open those Doing some listening. Yeah. Yep. Listen up. Yep. And not you know in a weird patronizing way. No. Educate yourself. Yeah. Don't just, like, take the easy way out and be like, yeah, I get it. It's fine. Like, that's not being a good ally. You have to actually learn. It's true. And I know a lot of people, too, are a lot of my female friends, a lot of women I know. Shout out to every woman Shout out to literally every gal. Just saying on the way over here, what a a (laughs) Holocene paradise it would be. Just to be an Amazon. in In an Amazonian... It's a sapphic world. Yeah. No man. But that being said, I, I think a lot of women right now are especially feeling alone and misunderstood. And I think there is hope. I What I'm trying to say is that I know a lot of men who are really wonderful and amazing mm-hmm. allies, both of my brothers, yeah, Patrick and Tommy. Of course. The best, you, you best got men Kenny, in the world. You got Steve. We got Kenny. We got Steve. There's, there are more men that I love that than I could name. Yeah. But if you find yourself being like, these bitches are crazy, that's when I advise you to be like, maybe do a little research. You know what? You could email us. You could email us. I won't even yell at you. I'm I'll not going to yell like, at you. Oh, here's, here's why I feel that way. It's yep. fine. Yep. I mean... This was a real turn. It was quite a turn, but that, you know what? I feel like I got a little anger out. I got a glass of Whispering Angel <laughs> in me, and I'm just letting it flow. Oh, yeah. Robin got this great Woo! rosé called Whispering An- Angel in a, to celebrate my cleanse, which I'm starting tomorrow. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm going to pour a little bit here just can so you, you guys me can off? hear it. Oh, there, there it is. is. The sweet splashing. Whispering The angel's whispering angel. into the mic. 
Um, there she goes. I know that there you're not goes. a uh, reality TV fan, but I got into Whispering Angel because of um, Bitch Sesh, the Real Housewives podcast that I love. Ooh. Yeah, with Casey Wilson and Danielle Schneider. Guys, hi. Hey, guys. I don't know if any of you listen to this. They're probably not even live anymore. Come on, they're all live. I don't know who was in it. Tally was in it. Oh, okay. Hi, Tally. I love you. Alice. Everybody's great. Sean, Noel. Okay. They're all alive. Okay. I was joking. Miss them. Anyway, you guys, let's get right into it. Now that we've been talking about nothing. Honestly, I've been stalling because this actually, this topic bothers me a little. Why? It actually, like, truly spooks me in a way that... This is a local one for us, you guys. Is it? Oh, oh, mine. Yours. I'm going first right now. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. So I'll just go. This is a local one. Mm -hmm. And um, man, oh, man, I've been obsessed with this ever since I had a weekend job at Prudential Connecticut Realty, and it's all I Googled. Yeah. I remember you printed out a bunch of stuff and put together a file folder one time and I was just like oh. oh you mean my senior creative writing project Chronicles <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah which I also do the cover artwork for <laughs> yeah Woo! it's really good shout out very obsessed with it I also wrote a bunch of like poems and fake like mm. found letters from this town incredible anyway the town is called Dudley Town, Dudley town. Ooh. I love it so much. And this involves something we haven't really talked about on the pod yet, but it's curses. It is curses, it's you curses. guys. And we're not going to get too much into we it. I gonna, didn't research. Yeah. Curses are going to be their know, own episode. Curses are coming up, but this is a curse. It's a real mm-hmm. bad one. So There's it's in... Hex on this town. Oh, girl. It's bad. Not only that, but I found research that says that even if, even if it's not cursed... Something's up there? There's still something wrong with Oof. it. So... It's in the far reaches of Cornwall, Connecticut. I used a couple of articles, but mainly there's this one called The Curse of Dudley Town by Troy Taylor. Hey, Troy. If you ever want to check it out. Hey, hey, Troy. Hey. It's in a kind of like a mountainous forest region in Cornwall, and I don't even know where to begin. It just, it. I'll tell you this. It's Do got, you have a bit of history? Oh, my God. I've got, do you see this? Look yeah, at, listen to this. Listener, Steph has, uh, like, a college essay. Like, I don't even know. That's at there least 12 pages, I would say. Well, it's 34 pages front and back. <laughs> All yeah. right, so there's a bit much. It's fine. I'm just going to do that. We're going to breeze on down through it. Cliff and notes, cliff also, notes. all of it's important. Yeah, it's all, all, all of it is. What you are signing up for when you go to Dudley Town is ghosts, demons, unexplained mysteries, curses... In the very beginnings of American history. Woo! I also wrote down portals to hell, question mark? Answer, yes. So, today when you go to Dudley Town, first of all, you can't, but I'll get into that later. What you'll find is just the cellars and foundations of where this town actually was built. There's no homes that remained because it was abandoned so long ago and everything fucking fell down. There's roads that were once used to get into the town, but they're just trails now. They're foot trails, and they're very narrow. No one goes on them, and also it's forbidden to it's go illegal. on them. It's illegal to there go are, on I them. I think police block or not blocking, but there's surveillance there to make sure there's that people don't trespass. 
There's surveillance. There's signs. It's very serious. There's a $75 fine Oof. the first time, and then I think you get arrested the next time. Yeah. Um, you can access it for all those people <laughs> who want to dare. Guys, to don't. <laughs> do it. Actually, like, don't. I'm a little scared. Dark Entry Road. I think it's called... Um, can you imagine... Dark what? Entry Road? The whole thing's called Dark Entry Forest. Oh, Jesus. I know it. It's like the, it, it's, they, it might as well be called Black Lodge. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And actually, it's Dark Entry. Come not on. that far from the truth. So, Dudley Town, what the hell is it? First owned by a man named Thomas Griffiths, and that's in the early 1740s. There's no records to say that he ever lived in Dudley Town. I think he just owned the land. The guy who really matters is this dude, Gideon Dudley, Oof. who bought part of the land okay. in 1747. And what for whom the town is named. Yeah. Yeah. What a year. <laughs> um, he was followed to the region by two of his brothers. We'll get into that in a little bit. They came with a curse. They were already... So, okay. They were already cursed. Okay. This is what I wanted to know. So, the yeah. land itself is not cursed. It well... that... Oh! Two theories here. Okay. There's two main like things that, that are going on, and I they kind of they work in tandem and then they work on their own. Okay. The curse, here's the history of the curse, right? Yeah. The curse had its beginnings in England 1510. Oof. I know. There's this guy, Edmund Dudley. He's like a Harry Potter name. The dad of all the Dudleys, right? Mm-hmm. Beheaded for being involved. In this plan to overthrow King Henry VIII. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, this curse is placed on the family because of that. It's saying that all the Dudley, like, descendants would be surrounded by just terrors and travesties and death. Mm-hmm. Okay. My big question that I didn't actually answer is, who bestowed this curse? Yeah, who did that? Did, did King Henry VIII have, like, a witch... Some kind of assistant, like a Melisandre yeah. type. Oof, I wish. I do wish. Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. I like, didn't was find there an a answer. local one on call that he was like, real quick, I need you to install this curse. Or in fifteen ten, was it just like a thing that everybody could do? Was it just like when you were mad, you were like a curse on you, and then and then it was real somehow? Yeah, I mean, my mom thinks that that's still possible. She always tells sure. people that they, if I ever Evil have like eye. a bad thing, yeah, somebody put the beloik on you, and then you she does do this, this thing. You could do that. You could also do... We're just slamming we're our just hand. We're slamming that fist against that hand. Slamming a palm into a fist. Making a hand turkey. What she does is... I think it's an Italian thing. She does a, a bowl of water yeah. with oil and a penny. And it's some weird thing. She drops the penny into it? It's a whole system. I don't oh, really okay. understand. But then she's like, you clean. I, I trust your mom with my life. So I do yes, too. I believe that. Yeah. I'm just... Whenever I feel like, oh, maybe you have the evil eye. I'm just throwing oil, waters, and pennies... <laughs> haphazardly willy-nilly puddles of oil <laughs> yeah, and water just, and there's just a pile of pennies shit ton of pennies so all right now i lost my spot sorry it's fine so let's get into so edmund's son john dudley mm-hmm. he also after his dad got his head cut off was like you know what i think i could still try to control england oh, wow. so big mistake yeah 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 he arranged for his son so john dudley's son guilford <laughs> He arranged Sounds for like him, a scoob to me. Guilford, to marry Lady Jane Grey, she who was way too good for him. Next in line for the crown. Oh, yeah. 
How do you just arrange that? Honestly, it seems weird. Like, if I were John Dudley, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, my, you know. My beautiful boy. (laughs) My dad just got beheaded, but... For trying to overthrow the king, but, but you know I think my son should marry the queen. Is my son like he he's marry. done nothing wrong, and he's pretty good looking. Seems risky, out. and it Would was. Would you like to wed him? Well, they did get married, but they were very soon after executed. Why, uh, why were both of them executed? I think the just... plot was revealed. Oh, and so Lady Jane together? Gray. Yeah. Oh, all right. All three of them were executed. Okay. There you yeah. go. Um, to make matters worse, Guilford's brother returned from France that same year. Uh, he was a military officer, and he brought a horrible plague that killed, I mean, it spread Great. rampant. It Great. killed so many officers and troops. Thousands, thousands and thousands. John Dudley had another third son, Robert. Earl of, oh no, L-E-I-C-E-S-T-R. Lester. Lester. This was the only son who was like, fuck this. And he came over to America. Well, great job, idiot. You brought a curse. Did he? I don't don't know. You tell me. Then he had a son. Oh, no, no. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I take that back. Okay. There is is a Dudley whose name is William. There's no definitive proof that he was a son of this Dudley family. Wait, so does this family have, like, maybe nothing to do with this? That's why there are two theories? Maybe, yes. But, again, this was like the 15 and 1600s. Record keeping was There's no, like, uh, I guess it's like, there's no definitive proof, but there's also nothing that says, like, it's definitely not true. Yeah, okay. But there was this guy, William Dudley, nonetheless, who came and settled the town. He, so, there's this guy, William, who they think is the son of Robert, who settled in Guilford, mm-hmm. Connecticut. Okay. Three of his sons, Abel, Barzillai. Asking yeah. for a curse. <laughs> Fucking Barzillai. <laughs> and Gideon. Also, come I on. know, I know. It's like, have you uh, only read the Bible ever? Like, yeah. pick up a book. Like, yeah, though, he only did. Yeah. Um, they all would buy land in Dudley Town. So basically, yeah, questions have been raised about whether or not the curse actually followed them. I'm wondering here. if there, if the land was built on, like, is the land itself cursed? Is it like an indigenous yes. village that came with the curse? The land itself, they think people, they, people think yes. But like, do you know, like, is there a story in your uh, packet of notes about, like, indigenous peoples, like Native Americans. Yes. Okay. It's coming up. Great. It's coming up. So, William Dudley, they think he's maybe not a son because there's only, like, proof of Robert having two. Mm Mm-hmm. But he could also... He could be. Yeah. He could be. Okay. Needless to say, people... A lot of people think that the ground is tainted, which is a word that's going to come up a lot. Mm -hmm. I found it in almost every article. Huh. Tainted in some other way. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so it's still, I mean, it's cursed on its own without even bringing a Dudley family curse. Also worth noticing or mentioning that Dudley Town actually was never an established town. It was given that name, but it's more of a village. Yeah. It's like Georgetown in, yeah. in our hometown. It's not exactly. a town. Records indicate that the land around Dudley Town and underneath Dudley Town mm-hmm. 
was once Mohawk Indian tribal grounds. There we go. Yeah. I mean, that alone doesn't make it haunted because, like, all of America obviously was tribal grounds, but... You know, right, I want to know I mean, if, like, like, some shit went down. I do think that there's a difference between tribal grounds and, like... Like, a place where a terrible thing happened. Like, the entire yeah. village was wiped out or mm-hmm. something like that. Also, they wouldn't just say, like, this is land. I think it's it's more than just this is land that the Mohawk tribes would travel upon. I think it was, like, somewhere that they would settle. This is somewhere yeah, that the tribes like, lived. their town. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ground is strewn with rocks... Yeah, as many oh, of, many Connecticut. I have is. heard that's a thing. Like a lot of people try and take rocks out of there. Yes, yes, it's extremely rocky. You can tell because all the ruins and most of the, I mean, every single house in there was made out of rocks because the soil was so rocky. Also, I'll get into this later, but they think that that might be a real reason why the town failed is because you couldn't grow crops. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, the woods were later dubbed with a rather ominous name of Dark entry that's for us it's like it's too dark even for me and i like macabre things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so here we go why is this town so fucking haunted in 1747 gideon dudley bought the land from that original owner griffiths to start a small farm bad plan <laughs> no, i mean like in theory sounds like an okay plan however if the town's made of rocks like full of rocks no May as well be a quarry. 1753, Gideon's two brothers, Barzillai and Abel, Dudley from Guilford, also purchased land nearby. So he was like, come on, guys, awesome. Like, oh, I'm like, here are my brothers. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Here's something crazy. A few years later, a Martin Dudley, unrelated to them, from Massachusetts, also moved to the area. But was from a completely different line of Dudley's, hmm. but he also married Gideon's daughter. Oh no. So now we're dealing They've with gotta three, be related three different back Dudley's. There. I mean, they it's certainly definitely are. Definitely incest on some level. Yeah. So it, it it stands to, I don't even know where I'm going with this, but yeah, they're all. I, Dudley's I have, are drawn to this town. What does it say? Further down the page, my note is just the word inbreeding <laughs> with a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> The answer is yes. Yes. Um, so Dudley Town is also in the middle of a, a group of hills, large mountains. It It's dark there pretty much around noon. It gets dark. Dark entry. Yeah, dark entry. I don't like it. Mm-mm. No good for farming. Rocks all over the fucking place. Um, at one point, iron ore was discovered nearby, so that's why they built the roads. But basically, there was no um, stores, shops, schools, cemeteries... Nothing but residential, and then a couple of mills for industry. I'm so shocked that you could even build a home there. Yeah, and the only in 1854 there was a map made with like a, I guess a population, and the number of families who lived there was 26 Ugh, total. That's like too many. Yeah, and their main industry was like timber, iron ore, mm. mills, classic, which closed because like. You, you would have to go all the way to the fucking mountains just to get, like, Right, and if anything. it's getting dark out by noon, like... Right. Mm-hmm. They think that this place is cursed because of the bizarre deaths, very bizarre, claims of, like, seeing crazy stuff, and then also incidents of insanity. Oof. This yeah. is what I'm talking about. Very unusually, unusual happenings happening in a very isolated area populated by not that many people. Yeah. 
So where other places it might be typical to find this many incidents, among 26 families, it's pretty crazy. Um, Just, it's an inordinate amount of people. Mm -hmm. Three of the Dudleys moved out of the region and lived long and full lives dying of natural causes. Mazel. Yeah, they did it. Only Abel Dudley remained in the town. You're asking for it with a name like Abel. Sorry. He lost his entire fortune and his mind. Oh, no. Yep. (laughs) The two worst things. (laughs) At some point, um, he wasn't able to pay his debts, and the town took his property, sold it, and then made him a ward of the town. Oh, God. It's going to happen. I barely even know what that means. I guess, like, they were in charge of all of his, like, his estates. Right. They were like, you can stay here, but we own everything. And you. Oof. Yeah. It's rough. And he was, towards the end of his life, senile, and so, I don't know, he didn't even know what's happening. So seven years before Abel Dudley passed away, his good friend and neighbor, Gershon Hollister, was killed while building his farm at, oh no, building a barn at the home of William Tanner, who also lived in the town. Mm -hmm. Tanner, soon after that, went insane. Oh no. And... He did live until he was 104, but he went insane, like, right after his friend died. Mysteriously. They don't know how. To be fair, maybe he went insane because his friend died. True. Could have. Could have been. Just saying. Just saying. However. Okay. Tanner told other villagers that he was seeing strange creatures. Oh, okay. That came out of the woods at night. Yeah, that's different. Nathaniel Carter family. Moved to Dudley Town in 1759. Lived in a house once owned by Abel Dudley. Before, you know. Haunted. He became a ward of the town. <laughs> sure. <laughs> a mysterious plague swept through Dudley what Town. What is it with these guys in plagues? I don't even know. It's also crazy because where that Why come from? Why are they from? like carriers of plagues? Oh, I think everybody was back then. But it's weird because Dudley yeah. Town is isolated. There's 26 families these newcomers came and settled, but the plague came after they arrived. Where did it originate? Right, what's bringing it in? Rats, maybe? Animals? I guess, but don't you think it would be around Connecticut and other towns? It should be. But it was a mysterious plague. Yeah. I think that's the it, mystery. It Where the hell did it come like it. from? It took the lives of the entire entire Carter family. Saddened by the loss uh, Oh, of the entire, I guess it's relatives of this guy. Oh, okay. This dude, Nathaniel, moved out. And the taint of Dudley Town followed him. When he was leaving the town, yeah. he was attacked by Native Americans who killed him, his wife, his infant child. Oh, no. I mean, they have probably had the reasons. And his other three children were abducted and taken to Canada, where two daughters were ransomed. What year was this? 1763. Okay. So the son, David... Married one of the Native American girls and returned to the United States for his education and went on to become a justice of the Supreme Court. Oh, wow. Turned out great for him. Oh, wow. All right. Happy ending. Great job. General Herman Swift. 1804, his wife, Sarah Fay, was struck by lightning while standing on the front porch of their home. Ooh. That's like number one, how you know you're cursed. The general went immediately insane. <laughs> Guy. Like, what would have to happen to you to make you go immediately insane? I don't I know. I guess being struck by light. No, because I feel like I'd be like, that was wild, you guys. I don't and even know. Like, Do you guys remember when I got struck by lightning? But it happened to Tanner, too. Well, he his <laughs> wife got struck by lightning on her porch, died 
died. He immediately went insane. Okay, uh, but died soon probably, after. Maybe it's on like some kind of weird metal based like rock formation that attracts lightning. I don't know. There I, is an iron ore. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just tickled by the idea of going immediately insane. It's me similar too. to me to becoming a skeleton the second you die. My favorite thing in the world. <laughs> See, I, I, I was doing something, and I, th- I think a skeleton ghost is my favorite. Oh, yeah. I think that I would just, like, give a nice chuckle if I saw one. I'd be like, huh. Yeah, me too. Huh. I like a skeleton. It reminds me of the Goonies. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're wearing a shirt right now about a skeleton. I really The word am. skeleton is in giant letters on your shirt. <laughs> Across my chest. Yep. It's true. I love a skeleton. Mm-hmm. Um, for your birthday, I was looking up things made out of human bones. Turns out, tough to, tough to find. They're, they're not that hard to find, but they are expensive. Out of my price range, They're though. expensive. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to find you some dice. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. But I would closest, imagine they're at least a $700 They're a lot. The closest yeah. I could find was like a cow bone. Still yeah. might do it. Still might get them for you. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. If anybody wants to gift us anything made out of bones, do it. Steph's birthday is coming up in uh, 17 days. So true. Something like it. Yeah. No, that's exact. That's <laughs> true. Records indicate three people to have gone insane <laughs> in the space of, like, like since okay, up but to now. How are they quantifying this? Are they just freaking out and having a panic attack and that's what they count as insane? Or I like- think it's also the mention of the creatures. Okay. Which is pretty specific and spanning I mean, that many that much time to the witch trials like there is such a thing as a shared delusion but what if you never met those people there's hang on there's instances yeah, okay. of people later on who wouldn't have been influenced by any of this okay okay horace greeley the editor and founder oh, of the new york him. tribune yeah you do you know yeah. him? horace greeley oh yeah he's a famous man yep married a young woman named mary young cheney uh who records say were born in Dudley Town, but she may have also been born in Litchfield. It's not sure. Either way, she's kind of connected. Mm-hmm. Um, 1833 went to live, she, Mary, went to live in a vegetarian boarding house who was owned by Dr. Graham of Graham Cracker fame. Ooh! Robin, I have you sent you. You know I love Graham Crackers. But I've sent you like so much about they this were crazy man. for people who can't stop drinking. <laughs> they remain for alcoholics, but also this Dr. Graham is a fucking maniac. Yeah. He was like a zealot mm-hmm. in a very, very, very weird way. A bigot in a lot of ways, too. Yeah. <laughs> Not a great guy. Crazy. Not a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do love his crackers, though. I like those crackers. Man can make a good cracker. Shout out. Greeley ran for president against Ulysses S. Grant, lost the election. I'll tell you how. Short time before <laughs> it, Mary suffered an attack of lung disease, disease and died. Mm, I hate when I have a, an attack of a yeah. disease. Oh, it's come. <laughs> it's set upon me. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know why. It's, a, it's, it's upon me. It's set upon oh. me. Uh, she's buried in Greenwood Cemetery. We could visit her oh, at any go. time. Yeah. Um, legend has it that Greeley himself died one month later. Um, also, the electoral votes that he got were just given to the other minor candidates, which is really <laughs> funny. But, yeah, he's also Hard L. alleged to have went insane. Sure. Um, after the Civil War, Dudley Town began to die. Mm-hmm. A lot of towns, I feel, did. Civil War was a real pivot turning point for a oh, lot yeah. of America. Uh-huh. I know that seems like a very obvious Blanket statement, statement, but it's true. It's true. Um, I mean, the location sucked. Hills are everywhere. <laughs> Elevation of more than 1,500 feet. Nobody was having fun. So, rocky Everybody soil. Was bored. Everything's a rock. Too much water also, so it became swampland. <gasps> all the swampland. <sighs> so yeah, it's, it's on the decline for sure. Until 1901, 
where this one guy named John Patrick Brophy came. He was the last resident of the town. Okay. Tragedy visited swiftly and then several <laughs> blows. <laughs> First, his wife died of consumption. Oh, not, no. that, not that weird. A classic way to go. You yep. had consumption. I did have TB. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I had to get like. You had consumption and I had scarlet fever. That's insane. Yeah. You also had cat scratch fever. Yep. The yeah. same year. Mm-hmm. I also had MRSA, but that's like actually really scary. Yeah, I also had cancer. You also had cancer, though. Yeah. <laughs> you also have Lyme disease. Yeah. In the disease off, though, you win for sure. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's all been worth you it. You can have this, this at least. So first, this guy's wife died of consumption. He was soon stricken even more when By consumption? His, no, no, oh. no. His two children vanished into the woods. Oh, God. That is actually really sad. A short time after their mother's funeral. Oh, no. Like, Poor same babies. day style. That's yep. really sad. Then, Brophy's house burned to the fucking ground. Oh, my God. This poor guy. In an unexplained fire. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad for him. Not long after that. Brophy himself vanished into the woods. No. Well, he probably went to go find his fucking kids. Or he was just like, take me now, Well, I'm sure he was like, I have nothing left. I might as well go find my kids. I have a theory about this. Okay. A lot of people think that Dudley Town is a portal to another dimension. I would love for that to be true. A lot of people think, I'll kind of get into this more, but the strange creatures... The feeling, like, you know, that you get there. The fact that a lot of people claim there's not a lot of birds or wildlife. They think that it's... Things are going into another dimension in the woods? Yeah, like some kind of a portal to somewhere else. I do want to go. No, I'm too scared. In the night, that's what I'm. That, it's always I'm too scared. <laughs> too scared, dude. I know. Um, by the 1900s, basically Dudley Town is completely deserted. Wait, I want to hear more about Brophy. Sorry, he's gone, man. I know. But I'll tell I'm you about Dr. About William it. Clark. Okay, he came to Cornwall, fell in love with it. How? He's, a, he's how? A, he's probably just like look at all these stone like, buildings. I like to be scared. Yeah, I like to be in remote places. Yeah. He was a surgeon, taught at Columbia. He purchased a thousand acres of land, including Dudley Town. He and his wife decided to like build a summer house there. Uh, one summer weekend, Dr. Clark was called away to New York for an emergency. He returned 36 hours later. This is 1918, by the way. Okay. 36 hours later to find that his wife had gone insane. I in the span am of 36 so curious hours. About and I'll tell you what this: it entails. She was rambling about a creature. strange creatures oh, fuck, dude. that came out of the forest. Oh, fuck. That's really scary. Okay, we can't go. Just got We're chills. not going. We're not going. I'm really scared. And she committed suicide soon after oh, that. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to ask people in high school if they would go with me, and everybody said no. So, it's like, really scary. No, it's a hard no for me. But, like, It's maybe. completely deserted now. And I will say a I'd lot of during people the day. don't really the know day. about Dudley Town because this is another crazy thing that happens that I was reading about. People go, and they try to make, like, shows about about it or visit it doesn't show up doesn't show up crazy things happen like the narrator your shit gets destroyed your shit gets destroyed the person in charge gets sick people like horrible fates befall them a lot if you of take people, a rock out yeah a lot of people just don't know about it there's not much on it because people are legitimately hard to document fucking scared to go there yeah even today those that visit the place think uh they boast of like very paranormal photography a lot of orbs which we know is kind of bullshit yeah but they're overcome by feelings of terror like suffocation mystery 
crazy sounds being touched or pushed or scratched. Um, a lot of paranormal researchers refer to the area as being a negative power spot mm. or a place where entities enter this world from the other side. I don't like that. I don't but like, like I do, that. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I'll go during the day. It can be very dangerous to try to visit. The Dark Entry Association has forbidden trespassing on the property since 1999. You can't even hike in it. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely one of those places that I a lot of the a lot of like the local um, police and stuff don't want you to go in there because. They say yeah. that a lot of people will go in there and just who, mess stuff up, or or people who, uh, I mean, somewhere like this. If you say like this is a negative power spot, yeah, you're gonna attract a certain kind of person, like mm-hmm. maybe somebody who wants to go in there and murder a person or oh. do a sacrifice of some kind. So right, they like say like we're protecting you against like the crazies in there, but I don't think that's real. Honestly, it's crazy to me that there are so many acres of woods that the town has banned people from going into. Yeah. That yeah. to me is very suspicious. I mean, like the myth that I heard in high school was that like the whole town died and a woman lived there alone with her dog. And would come out onto her property with a shotgun and shoot at anybody who tried to trespass. That probably did happen, but it was probably... There's a local... There's, like, a town nearby. It's, uh, um... Ball Mountain Road. Okay. And there are people that lived there who would just get fucking furious when people came and trespassed on Dudley. Yeah. Town area. But, yeah, it's... I don't know. It's that thing of when, like, if some, if, like, any kind of authority mm-hmm. tells me, like, no, 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 you can't access that. Yeah. It's for your own protection. It's I'm like, like well, you're hiding I'll be something. The judge of that. And, like, there's definitely, it's like how I know the government knows aliens are real. <laughs> Not just from X Files, guys. They gotta be. All the reasons. I wanna believe. True. It's true. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's it, man. I mean, I just feel like, there's uh, there's no reason to cordon off the woods surrounding an abandoned town. Like, I understand yeah. cordoning off, like, the buildings, like, uh, with uh, Fairfield Hills. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's dangerous. You might get hurt going there in these buildings. There are no buildings You can anymore. walk around. It's you just can still go around the woods. Piles of rocks. There's no reason to keep people from going in the surrounding area, especially in Connecticut, where, like, a lot of the draw of Connecticut is hiking area and yep. tourism based on, like, nature. Yep. So... I don't know. It's We're just going fishy to me. No, dude. You can get a permit. <laughs> yeah, if we apply for a permit and we're like, we want to go for ghost purposes. Um, I don't. No, think- I'll tell. I'll I'll wear my like really nerdy glasses and tell them that I'm a bird scientist. Okay. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. It will. Okay. So I'm an actress. <laughs> Solid. You are an actress. I know how to make a fake Gmail. You did fool me. Honestly, worse than maybe I've ever been fooled in my whole <laughs> life. Um, I mean, there are, when I was looking up stuff, there there are so many fascinating ghost towns. Like mm-hmm. There was one for sale recently. Towns. Where? Remember that one for sale? I think I sent it to you. It was uh, not, uh, not like haunted, but it was abandoned. Mm-hmm. It was for sale. And, oh, man, I wanted that town. Yeah, I mean, there are so many abandoned ones out there that I would love to talk about, but they're not 
haunted, and that's mm-hmm. what I was trying to find. So there are dozens and dozens of abandoned towns out there that yeah. like fascinate me, but you With know, old general stores, right, right, but they're not haunted. Hitch and post. So that's what I was trying to find. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to one of my favorite websites who does cover abandoned towns. Tell me. Um, I think it's MessyNessieChic.com. What? Yeah, like M-E-S-S-Y-N-E-S-S-Y-C-H-I-C.com. And I spend a lot of time on there. I like her on Facebook. Um, It's this girl who just, like, reports on abandoned towns and posts, like, photos of them. And it's really awesome. Yeah. So um, I was, like, browsing that because I was... You know, I was like, oh, I love abandoned towns. And I realized, like, there's a difference between abandoned and haunted. There is. So, um, I wanted to talk about America's most haunted town. Shepherdstown, West Virginia. Um, As a local historian once said. Tell me. None of the town is spared of a ghost story. (gasps) A local what? Historian. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A man of history. Yep. So Shepherdstown, WV, you're America's most haunted town. That's what they claim Dudley Town is, though, too. I don't know, dude. People still live here, and they report shit all the time. That's awesome. Tell me. So as of 2010, Shepherdstown has a total population of fewer than 2,000 people. So it is small, but there is also a college on the town property. Apparently doesn't have too many people enrolled. Um. The town itself is less than a half a square mile in size, so it's teeny tiny. Wow. Teeny tiny. Um, It was a thriving industrial town in, like, the 1800s, early 1800s. It was heavily involved in the Civil War. Like, a lot of battles happened. This is in Virginia? Yeah, West Virginia. Okay. Uh, As we know, the Civil War seems to be a main ingredient in a lot of hauntings. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, a lot of the bloodiest battles of the Civil War took place in Shepherdstown. So, God, just like imagine bayonets, right? Ugh. Can you imagine being like ugh. bayoneted? Bayoneted? Can you imagine it? No. No. Don't. No. Don't. Don't imagine it. I can't stop it's now. It's like being impaled with a hair straightener. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so in recent years, the local police started getting so many 911 calls over inexplicable events that they called a ghost hunter. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so, man. Yeah. So this is a, I mean, documented. Dudley Town existed way pre-Civil War. Yeah. Now we're, we're this getting town, into, like... I couldn't find anything pre, like, 250 years ago about yeah. this town. Wow. So. The sense that I got from my research is it is Civil War haunted. It's haunted from the Civil (gasps) War, which you know I love. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah. So the chief of police, Mike King, said, quote, This amount of people can't be crazy. The Wikipedia page for the town says, Built as the most haunted town in America, Shepherdstown is known as much for its ghostly residence as for the local art scene, university, <laughs> and historic attractions. Yeah, fucking right. What? Shepherdstown, you're 100% known for being haunted. Yeah, sorry. as soon as you said it, I was like, great art. Yeah, nobody knows you for your art or your university. I'm sorry. Sorry. Lean into it. Um, so the guy that they called, the guy that the police chief called to investigate was Nick Groff, who is formerly of Ghost Adventures, my favorite show. Oh my God. So he has an entire show 
about this town and, and how haunted it is. An episode or like a mini series no, of an entire show? a whole show. Fuck, what's it called? Uh, it's called Ghosts of Shepherdstown. Great. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> it's on the Des- the Destination America channel. Wow. It's a whole show oh about how haunted this town is. Check it out, everybody. Yep. So, I'm going to name you a few haunted hotspots in Shepherdstown. Can we, are any of them places we can go? We can go to all of them, dude. Oh, man. We can go and live in Shepherdstown if Somebody you want. start me and Robin like a 401k or some kind of money kind I of think machine. that we could stay there for three nights for less than a thousand dollars challenge all right, all everybody right. donate Venmo one dollars <laughs> yep <laughs> all of our 1000 listeners give us one dollar <laughs> okay so this is where we would stay the antler hotel Ooh. antler uh, or like entler entler okay um, it was a gambling hotspot in the 1800s. Uh, the story is, after gambling away all his money, a businessman shot himself at the hotel. Separately, another gambler was wounded in a duel that resulted from a card game. He was crying out for his mother before, right before he died on the grounds oh. of the hotel. So, like, right after that happened, the hotel burned down Ooh. and was rebuilt but guests have reported ever since hearing cries from the wounded ghost asking for his mother. What have we learned also, about rebuilding a building that burns don't down? Don't do it, you guys. It yeah. was meant to burn down. <laughs> don't rebuild it. Yeah. Um, okay, we got Shepherd University, the college All in right. the town. Um, it was used, surprise, as a hospital during the Civil War. Ooh. So was it a school that transformed into a hospital and then went back to being a school? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, as you know, Civil War hospitals, they have a great track record. Oh, uh, yeah. Being super fucking haunted. Yeah, that last place, that guy that um, was carrying around his own arm. His own arm. Yeah. Yeah. So a shadowy figure has been reported multiple times like by dozens and dozens of people to the point where it's on like the official town website uh peering out of the shuttered windows of the clock tower at what the do they school. call him i couldn't i don't have his name i don't know but it's a figure somebody should name him <laughs> somebody's got to name him similar to handsome pete he's got to have a name handsome pete, yeah mm-hmm. own him so the yellow brick bank restaurant uh, so I'm pretty sure all of these, side note, have their own episode on the show. Yes. Um, so the Yellow Brick Bank restaurant was the scene of some activity in the 90s, 1990s, girl. Oh, my God. When a patron reported to the restaurant's manager that she couldn't sit at her table because a ghost was sitting in her seat. <gasps> yup. The oh bartender God. has also reported that he's had glasses fall from the glass rack and break, and, like, somebody has swept glasses off the bar. Oh, my God. There's a building called the the Little Yellow House, okay, um, which was built on the site of a fort that was used during the French and Indian War. Wow! In 1910, this is completely separate from the French and Indian War haunting, which is already spooky. 1910, the house's owner, a cobbler named George Yance, was found murdered outside the home. Oh no! Ghost stories about this house date as far back as a 1928 newspaper article, which includes descriptions of the disembodied tapping oh. of cobbler's tools in the Oh, home. I yeah. was going to ask if he was murdered by his tools. I don't know. Like, if I his tools find were the murder that. weapon. Oh, that would be devastating. I know. I mean, all I know is that you can hear him cobbling beyond the grave. If we were killed by, like, our 
handyman's tools. It'd mm-hmm. be, just be somebody bludgeoning, bludgeoning us to death with this microphone and this wine bottle. Oh, I was going to say, like, the gentle tippity-tapping <laughs> of a of an Apple keyboard. Yeah. Or somebody <laughs> just wireless fidget mouse. spinners you to death. <laughs> Don't you <Yeah>. dare. <laughs> that is I not my would. tool of the trade. <laughs> It's just a gentle distraction I have. Honestly, we're probably going to get killed by these uh, divining rods, these dowsing rods. Ugh. They're very dull at the end. It would be hard to stab somebody. Right through the eyes. <sighs> Harder than bayonetting somebody, even. Anyway. Anyway, the Shepherdstown Sweet Shop Bakery sounds amazing. We should stop there first. Is it a shop first. or a S-H-O-P-P-E? No, it's S-H-O-P. I'm sorry. Damn it. I know. Probably at some point it was a P.E. It was a show. But um, it has its own ghost called the Colonel. <laughs> there are countless reports of people seeing, hearing, and feeling him in the bakery. Oh. Uh, just like the other place, it was used as a makeshift hosti- hospital after a particularly bloody battle in the Civil War. That's why the Colonel's there. He died there? I'm, I mean, I can only imagine. What if he didn't? What if he went to, like, see his boys and then, like, the ghost of him haunts there because it's, like, the scene of his saddest memories? I don't think so, dude. Probably not, but I don't that's think my that ever romantic version. Well, I don't know. It, from what I looked up, it's hard to tell if the paranormal activity started to spike in the past, like, 20 years, or if we've only heard more about it because of social media. But there are newspaper records going back to at least the early 1900s. Wow. So, um, the acting chief of police for the past several years, Mike King, said him and his team had been fielding dozens of 911 calls from local homeowners about various incidents, like motion detectors going off, inexplicable noises and crashing sounds, knocks on doors, footsteps, lights turning on and off, dishes falling off the shelf, other things like that. General disturbances with wow. no person doing them. Can I side note real fast? Yeah. I keep interrupting you, but I got to tell you this no, one thing. that's okay. So a lot yeah. of times people think that like lights turning on and off, motion detectors going crazy, things falling off shelves can be explained away. Mm-hmm. But the house in Fairfield that we lived in with that um, gnome haunting that I was talking oh, about. Yeah. I don't know if I've talked about it, but oh, I think you, so. Yeah. A gnome um, of it. A gnome of it. I know of it. That same house, my parents just uh, found out later that the woman that lived in it before them died in it. Oh. And Hell. they had, like, lights going on and off, all that kind of shit. But the craziest thing that happened that you can't explain away by, like, crossed wires or being on a fault line. Yeah. Is that some mornings my mom would wake up, she'd go downstairs, and all of the mirrors and paintings on the walls would be off the walls. No. Facing down on the ground, pushed all the way up against the wall. I don't like that. So the bottom of them were like flush with the wall that they were hanged on. A picture can't fall like that. No, it would not break. So I don't like anything about that. Just letting you know that if your lights are coming on and off, yeah, maybe it's the wiring. Maybe it's a ghost. You're goddamn lucky that your house right now has not had that happen. Yeah, I'm goddamn lucky. Honestly, it's because only the, the paintings are all fucking haunted. You've been there, There's man. There's too many ghosts for one to take There's over. There's too many ghosts for one to be, like, the alpha. The, the, lead, the lead ghost. Yeah. There was that <laughs> one um, paint, that one uh, canvas that my mom threw away, though, that was a white canvas, she thought, for me to be no. painting on. And then weird shit started happening, and she paint-thinned it, and it was a portrait of a little girl. I hate that. I hate underneath that Underneath so the white much. fucking canvas. Ugh! 
Don't buy you shit, guys. That's the only thing that you like to buy. Honestly, me too, though. Me too. Okay. Here's a little bit more rosé. Thank you. Tell me more about the town. Tell me more about the town. Okay. Some of the ghost residents have claimed to have seen include a dead body in the river that runs through <gasps> the town. <gasps> it's, yeah, tributary of the Potomac. Uh, a headless woman, a woman in a blue <gasps> dress, white apron, high heels, and old-time circle glasses. <laughs> yup. Are they sure she's a ghost? this is my favorite one. And, quote, a see-through girl who appeared in the photo of another resident who had been, quote, taking a picture of a hedgehog in her backyard. <laughs> That's us. I know. It's like, yeah. I, I, I want to be haunted by a see-through you. girl who also um, likes a hedgehog. <laughs> okay, so this is a little bit of a tangent, but I had to include it. When I was researching Shepherdstown, I read that the team who did Ghosts of Shepherdstown show are going to be covering a nearby town this season. So oh. it's not Shepherdstown, but it's the town right next to it. Um, I think it's Harper's Ferry. I didn't write it down. Wow. Um, so this is an actual quote from the manager of the wax museum in this town. There's a wax... It's a fucking yeah. mile-long town, and there's a wax museum? This is the town next to Shepherdstown. It, it can't be much more than a mile okay. long. Well, get ready for this. Imagine being the manager of a place still when this happened to you. Quote... I cannot be in this building for one more minute. Sometimes when I go through to make my checks in the museum, the eyes follow me. I was at my desk working, trying to get some paperwork ready, and I heard knocking. And it got louder and louder and louder. And then I heard the most horrific sound. If you think of someone with long, filthy, dirty fingernails just scraping, the next thing I knew, the wallpaper started pulsing as if someone were breathing underneath it. (gasps) I lost it. I ran out. I was absolutely terrified. Quote. Um, fucking what? what? Also, I'm sorry. If you're in the fucking wax museum business, you've got a strong constitution. You've got to be ready. You're not also, though, but you're like, you're already. Don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. That's rule number one. But if you're comfortable around wax things, like, you have to know that that's haunted. That's like working in a porcelain doll museum. What I'm saying is you've got a strong bar. Like, this, the bar set pretty high. To get that spooked. It's got to be real fucked I know. Up. That's true. This girl said she could not be in there another minute. That is And yet crazy. she's still the acting manager. Oh, no. You got to keep that job. Oh, but no. But you hate it there. Honey, the I will find girl. you a new job. I will Venmo you $100 a Email month. Email us, but then also contribute to Maybe, us as well. you know, give me a little back. Got it. We got to get that wax yeah. museum money. So I was going to say we can go to Shepherdstown because it has, like, tried a little bit to lean into its reputation as being haunted. It's not fully there yet. Right. But the, like, tourist population there is all paranormal investigators because wow. of the show. Wow. So from April to November, we got a couple months. Uh, you can participate in the Shepherdstown Mysteries Walk Paranormal Tour of the Town. Which oh, my God. I think we should do. We got to do it. Yeah, we got to do it. The only problem is that we need people to help us. Please help us. Come with us. Come with Oh, man. Come with Would us. Would you like to come with us? We should start some kind of an amazing competition. Nobody will enter. It's just going to be us and like five of the f- people listen to this. Like my dad, my mom, your dad, your mom. Hey, guys. Hey. Rachel. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah, Rachel, who's forced to listen to this because yeah. she used to edit it. You know, if they want to come along, great. If yeah, they I don't, love it. we're not going because <laughs> we can't afford it. It's fine. It is fine. Oh, that was such a good Ooh, one. We got to go. You know, I realized while you were telling your story that I would love to at some point talk about um, Jamestown, the disappeared colony. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. 
which I didn't even consider before this, but well, we I should mean, talk about it. No holds point. barred. We can talk about disappearing towns. We can talk about That's true. disappearances. Yeah. Anything. You know I love disappearances and unsolved mysteries page of Wikipedia. Oh, one of my favorite jams to just like so get good. lost in for hours. I've got recently re-obsessed with D.B. Cooper because mm. I'm watching there Twin Peaks The Return out, and Dale Cooper's right? named after D.B. Oh Cooper. God, yeah. There, I thought that something new came out about him like really two years ago. I don't know. Ago? I don't know if I saw that. Yeah, I was just checking out reviewing all the old stuff. That's my favorite page to browse when I can't sleep is Unsolved Mysteries in Wikipedia. I remember one Halloween, I wanted to go as Eggs and Bacon with my boyfriend at the time, Brian. Hi, Brian. Hey, Brian. And uh, instead he was like, no, I want to go as D.B. Cooper. And I was like, <laughs> no one's going to know who you are. But he, it was amazing. He wore a full suit. Did he have a parachute? A parachute and oh, a suitcase. So good. And Did he have sunglasses? I don't remember, but... I went as bacon and eggs. My legs were bacon, <laughs> and then my body was egg. Wow. I was mad I at that. I think I've seen a photo year. of you as egg. Yeah, his costume was really, really funny, though. And then yeah. one year he went as Game of Thrones, but he didn't know what Game oh, of Thrones right. was. Oh, right, yeah. He I wore a pig, this. snout, a wig, a gun, They all shield. count somehow. Yeah, I, I don't went, know. I um, went to a party dressed as one of the... Uh, been so long i don't even remember what they're called but the people from the leftovers who wear all white oh yeah yeah and um yeah nobody knew yeah. who i was <laughs> <laughs> weren't you 11 last year yeah yeah last year good. i was and so were twenty thousand other girls in brooklyn <laughs> whatever i remember one year robin had a party at her house and a, a man none of us knew came in a mr bean mask Ugh. and he i'm not even sure if he was he could have been a ghost for all I know. <laughs> we'll never know. We all were screaming at him to leave, and, yeah. he, and he wouldn't because he was disturbing us so much. The same thing happened at a New Year's Eve party at my old apartment, actually. I saw a guy from the second floor. I saw a guy enter the apartment and start walking towards my room on the first floor, and I yelled down, and I was like, hey, who are you? And he was like, I heard a party, so I came in, and I was like, you, you got to get out. <laughs> oh, my God. So, guys, don't go into a house. Don't go into That's a house. Here's here's the tips of the week. Don't go into a house that's not yours without an invitation. Mm-hmm. If some girl says to you, girl, lady, woman, uh, anyone really, this is a big deal and I care about this, don't Believe tell them, them that they're wrong. Yeah. Believe um, them. Also, get a permit before you go into a haunted town. You're not allowed in. Um, I'm going to do you one better and say don't go into a haunted town. Okay. You um, will get cursed. Sure. You well, will be cursed. Don't. Do it. It's not worth it. You can't even bring any video footage out, guys. It'll be destroyed when you get outside. You think that we wouldn't have seen a Ghost Adventures about Dudley Town if you could record it on tape? That's true. Kidding me? Those guys go everywhere. This is a challenge to you, Ghost Adventures. That vegans, I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. Nick Roth, I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. Okay, bye. Okay. Um, See you in hell. Okay, are we signing off? Yeah. Okay. You guys, we will see you soon. Thank you so much for joining us for Haunted Towns. I'll see you in hell. We will see you in hell. Love you. And I hope you have a wonderful night or day or evening. And have a time, guys. Don't go into a haunted town. Bye. Bye.